0: Well, we're hopefully inching closer towards a college football season, and let's welcome on a friend of the show. Tim Fitzgerald does great work. GoPowerCat.com covering everything Kansas State Wildcats. I'm Pete Mundo. The show, of course, is Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of HeartlandCollegeSports.com. And before we dive into it with Tim Fitzgerald, a reminder to please leave us that rating, review, subscribe to the show. It does help tremendously. And I just got a new batch of Heartland College Sports koozies Um, If you leave us a rating and review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, you've got a koozie, a brand new Heartland College Sports koozie coming your way. Appreciate that, guys. Tim, uh, let's start with, we're sitting here in late July, early August, don't know what a college football season is going to look like. Give me your best guess what it's going to look like this fall.
1: If I had to guess right now, Pete, I would come to the conclusion that they're going to play uh, – <clears throat> I, I think most conferences will end up playing nine conference games and one non-conference. Okay. I'm not sure why the Big Ten and Pac-12 would pick ten conference games and they only play nine, other than they were planning on trying to save one non-conference game. And you think about it, both of those conferences <clears throat> have prominent members – who play Notre Dame. So probably the effort to try to save the Notre Dame game is on the minds of of everyone because it's a big financial deal. That would be my guess. I'm a little surprised that we see the Big 12 pushing ahead with trying to play 12 because it seems like uh, that is just not going to happen in the world in which we live right now.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. They're they're going gung-ho with the 12. We'll see if it actually happens. Tim Fitzgerald is joining us for Go PowerCatch. So, you know, it was interesting there at K-State because they shut things down for a couple of weeks after a bunch of positive tests. What happened there exactly, Tim? I know that, you know, the younger people, obviously, a lot less susceptible to this. But how did that decision go down? And what was the, you know, scuttlebutt, so to speak, in the athletic department as this was happening over the last few weeks?
1: Well, um, you know, the football players came back and good to see your buddies hang out. Let's go have a beer. Let's have a video game tournament. Let's go to the lake and, you know, have some more beers. The next thing you know, we've got an outbreak of young adults all across Manhattan. In fact, uh, they got really pretty bad bars had to kind of back up and really get more restrictive. And it's been a mess. It really has. And it's, spread throughout the community outside of the young demographic and you know of course that's always my fear is that um, the young and fearless who really are less threatened by this virus Mm -hmm. than other populations are going to spread it into those other populations and that started to happen in Manhattan and it looks like the football team amended their football players amended their behavior and have been much better since and Maybe a significant number of them build up some temporary immunity to this, uh, which might prove helpful, actually. Yeah, no doubt about it.
0: So then, you know, what do you think, Tim? I mean, the fact that, you know, the campus wasn't even full and that happened, is that is that a sign that when we get to September and all the students are back on campus and guys mingling with gals and everything else that, you know, goes on at a college campus I mean, is it inevitable that we're going to have to cancel some games, possibly reschedule? You know, mix in a bye week if needed. How how is this going to look?
1: Well, that's exactly why I think it's surprising that they're persisting with the full schedule when you could take the the schedule period, uh, you know, the fourteen weeks or fifteen weeks, whatever it is of a football season, and put ten games in the middle of it. <clears throat> it seems like it affords you an opportunity to kind of regroup a couple times during the year, uh, but um it will spread there's no doubt about it i think kansas state is persisting with in-person classes now any kind of big class that would have been in a theater type setting will move online and those theater settings will be used for mid-sized classes so people can really spread out um i I think they've got a pretty good plan uh, on hand at kansas state but it's really not on campus i'm worried about as you said they have to go live in confined quarters be it a dorm fraternity sorority or an apartment with others uh, you, you know you can't you, there's always going to be irresponsible people there just will be um, and there'll be people that take chances I, I had a friend tell me of some young adults here in Manhattan college age that were infected knew they were infected and just went about their business mask free they just didn't care at all that'll be out there and that'll really spread it so I don't I, I don't know how they're going to manage it campus-wide because you can't put football players at the college level in a bubble.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I don't see how you do it. Uh, Tim, let's talk about this team now this season. Last year, they exceeded many people's expectations uh, with the eight wins. Going into year two under Chris Kleiman, I mean, what is fair? Is he supposed to build on last year or knowing that some key pieces are gone, including the entire (laughs) offensive line? Should the fan base say, you know what, if we get to a bowl game, that's a good year?
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, I I think that's, uh, you know, that's the problem with being a coach is if you're successful, you set your own expectations. (laughs) And uh, he was successful. I don't think any of us, uh, you know, had the right to expect eight wins in the first season of a new coach inheriting a program that missed a bowl the year before. Uh, But that's what he delivered. You know, some fans are optimistic going in, but uh, in reality, that's just rare. That's just hard to do. Um, and uh, he managed to pull it off. So now he's set that bar at eight. Can he do it if they do play the full 12 games? Can they get to eight wins? That, that's that's a challenge, particularly when you're going to build an offensive line from scratch without spring football. That's a challenge. It's really tough. I don't I don't know how they're going to pull that off uh, because so much of an offensive line is a you know kind of a rehearsed dance. They got to be all one moving part. be really successful so it's going to be difficult it'll be a challenge and if you take away the non-conference where does that leave some programs k-state did go five and four in the conference would they be capable of doing that without a non-conference schedule kind of to get them ready particularly for a program that didn't have spring football um it is going to be tough but i also am kind of bullish on this team i i think the the shortcomings you see on the roster, such as the offensive line are offset by the fact that it is year two of a new program. And usually you do see growth in year two of a new program. And uh, if that happens, if players even have a greater understanding of the systems and where they're going with it, then I think we'll see a pretty productive season from this program.
0: Tim Fitzgerald is our guest. So then Tim, with that offensive line, you mentioned it right there. I feel like it's been a staple for this program dating back to the heyday of Bill Snyder. Is there reason to believe that that this group will not miss a beat, even with five new faces there? Or could it be a little rough going based on how some recruiting has gone in recent years?
1: No, I, I think they're pretty optimistic right now about the offensive line group. Now, would they have loved to have found one more um, tackle coming out of junior college or a transfer? Yeah, probably, but I think they feel like they have parts that they can move around. Um, and that's really what they're lacking right now is that springtime ex- experimenting where you get a test this guy at guard, this guy at tackle who slides into the opening. Um, but I think they feel pretty good about the group. And uh, the group really does have an opportunity maybe to fit what Connor Riley and Courtney Messingham want as offensive coaches from their offensive line a little bit better than a se- senior laden group that struggled with change. Uh, in some of the blocking schemes that they wanted to pull off last year. Uh, And uh, maybe starting from scratch will help them. So Mm -hmm. I think they're being very optimistic about it.
0: Skylar Thompson, um, he really blossomed last year after not going back and forth at that quarterback position. And, of course, Alex Delton transfers out. He takes the reins. And it seemed like he really had a, a bromance, if I can use that phrase, Tim, with Coach Kleiman that he certainly did not have uh, with Bill Snyder, how much of, of last year's success is that relationship with the head coach and not bouncing around versus just a guy that came into his own physically and, and mentally
1: uh, a lot, uh, both. Um, I, I think, uh, Skyler, some guys really respond well to, uh, pressure of competition and practice and Skyler wasn't that guy. I mean, he constantly felt like, uh, Alex Dalton was staring over his shoulder, and that's kind of the way Coach Snyder set it up. He really kind of pitted the two against each other all season long uh, when they were together at K-State. I don't think it worked for either quarterback. Usually you want to see a quarterback kind of respond to that kind of pressure, but it just kind of seemed like it was uh, ongoing and there was never going to be a solution to it. You know, Nobody was going to truly win the job, and we saw Alex Transfer and Skyler really be, be – uh, he was really frustrated and, and I'm com- I'm confident that he would have transferred also if Coach Snyder hadn't retired. Wow. Um, so uh, <clears throat> I think having Coach Kleiman come in was the perfect hire for him. He was comfortable with Coach because he had been recruited by him to North Dakota State. He liked the system. He'd seen a guy like Carson Wentz really flourish in that system and he could project himself into that role. And so it really worked on the mental and physical, you know, boundaries that Skylar Thompson has within his game. And I think we're going to see him improve. He's got to polish up his decision-making, his decisiveness, and uh, kind of rid himself of some bad habits. Yeah,
0: no doubt about it. Now, when you look at the other side of the ball, uh, Scotty Hazleton is obviously gone as defensive coordinator. Joe Klanderman is in. How concerned are you about this program having a drop-off on that side of the ball? after, I mean, really being, uh, just based on the team stats, one of the best probably two or three defenses in the Big 12 last year?
1: I'm I'm not overly concerned, certainly from a coaching standpoint. Scotty Hazleton was exactly what they needed last year. They'd been better off if he'd stayed and grown within that system. But I think Joe Klanderman understands um, exactly what they were doing. He's been in the North Dakota State system for quite a while now. I think we'll actually see him, despite personalities and and appearance, what the two coaches look like, I think we'll see Klanderman, you know, maybe crank up the pressure a little bit more, uh, which is another benefit of year two. The guys better understand what you're doing. They better get some answers at defensive tackle. Uh, I think they'll be pretty good uh, across the board. Getting Justin Hughes back at middle linebacker should not be underrated. He was the leader of the defense coming out of that first spring before blowing out his knee. That was a real blow to the defense. And to see them lose their leader in the middle of that defense and still have a pretty productive season um, was surprising for me. Uh, And having Jay Ball back really makes them a much better defense. Guys will be lined up better. Uh, He's an incredibly intelligent player and will help this defense quite a bit.
0: So then, Tim, you mentioned there, uh, you know, one of the or a couple of the potential weak spots. What is the biggest strength of this team heading into this season?
1: Um, confidence. I, I think they understand that they can be a pretty good program. <clears throat> you know, I, when I look at new coaches, um, so much is put into X's and O's and, and, you know, getting bigger, stronger, faster, but really the thing that decides whether your program is going to succeed or not, you've got to do all those things. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, is, is belief. Um, if you can get into the locker room and make guys believe that, What they were before isn't what they are now. I believe that they're going to win close games, believe they can compete with anyone. You're going to be in really good shape, and we've seen that maybe with Coach Kleiman. He didn't inherit a total train wreck. He inherited a bunch of guys that really fit his system, and I think that really paid off. But these guys believe in themselves and believe in the systems, and and, uh, they're some pretty good football players, including Wyatt Hubert, uh, and, you know, some receivers that I think are a little bit underrated. I think this is going to be an okay, pretty good K-State team. It's it's step two of a, a longer process for Chris Kleiman, and I think uh, it'll be a step forward, even if it's not fully reflected in the record. But if it is reflected in the record and they improve on, you know, a five and four conference season, I think you really got something going with Kleiman and the company.
0: No doubt about it. So, uh, Tim, you know, as you look at the Big 12 as a whole – How do you see this thing stacking up? It's OU's conference until somebody proves otherwise. But that that 2-3-4 spot, it seems like there's a lot of debate. You want to throw Texas, Oklahoma State, Iowa State in that mix. I mean, how are you going uh, just when you look at at the top half of this conference?
1: I'm bullish on Oklahoma State this season. Good enough to overcome Oklahoma. We'll see. It's going to be a challenge for Oklahoma finally to have a homegrown quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and and see how that works out. Imagine Lincoln Riley being the quarterback whisperer. It'll be fine. But um, I I really like Oklahoma state. They've got such nice offensive pieces to them and uh, we'll see if that pays off. And they've got a lot of returning on the defensive side. You know, the other two, you mentioned Texas and Iowa state, please convince me that I should believe in either one of you. I keep hearing about Iowa state and, and yet, you know, they lose to K-State to close the season. They, you know, they, it just seems to be an ongoing. Uh, it's funny how some coaches, people believe in them so much. They they think this is going to be the year where they overcome. They kind of, you know, step to the next level. the step to the next level that really hasn't happened with Matt Campbell and Iowa State. I think it's a very good program. I think it's a very good team, but I also think it's probably – mid-level in the conference, and Iowa State is going to be very comparable to Kansas State and TCU, that's all said and done. Tim Fitzgerald,
0: Go Power Cat does awesome work there. Tim, great to have you on, great for the perspective. Always appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks so much. You bet, Pete. Love Tim Fitzgerald. He's the man. And love Go Powercat as well. And uh, once again, love you guys. Please leave us that rating and review. It does help a lot. And that's why I'm sending you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. If you leave us a rating and a review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.